Shut up and sit down. And welcome to another episode, episode five of Under the Wrong Rock. My name is Scott Glatz. I'm joining me as always, Michael Wright. Michael, what's up, buddy? How you cold. doing? The leaves are falling. It's, it's cold. Spooky season. It's spooky season. <laughs> How you doing this week? I'm good, man. It's it's definitely getting colder here in Utah. I'm sure it's getting colder in Chicago too. I like it. I'm ready for snow. As much as I love summer, I'm ready for a little bit of a little bit of winter. Um, Halloween's approaching. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to eat a lot of candy. I'm still a child at heart. So, and there's a bunch well, of little kids that live around me. So I'm kind of excited for them to knock at the door, hopefully. So no, doing pretty good. How are you, man? No complaints. I, I eat candy year round. So this is, that's true. That's true. Crazy. Yep. We just more, more of the same. Um, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, fall's nice. You got you got mountains where you're at, so oh yeah, um, you got you got skiing to look forward to. We got a couple hills around here. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to come out and, and possibly visit you and, uh, and oh, some dude, other friends absolutely. out west, and we'll uh, and we'll get some skis. Oh yeah, on. dude, I want to see you on skis again. It's always a treat. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of like if you put a giraffe on skis, but like a really uncoordinated giraffe. Hey, you handle yourself though. You, you, I expected Listen, you the first time you skied. I expected you to be worse. So, I, I'm proud of you. <laughs> when I'm flying down that hill, get there's out of no the stop. Way. Yeah, there's no stopping you. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a freight train. Oh, um, it's like it's like Derrick Henry when he uh, that's true. Oh Josh my Norman gosh, this week. what a hit! <laughs> yeah, I I watched that live and I was like, oh okay, this is how the Titans are going to do coming off a little COVID bye week. Yeah, that was ridiculous. (laughs) Not going to lie. That was crazy. All right. So this week on the episode, we have week six of the NFL season um, and the return of the Premier League and and international club soccer as the uh, international club soccer as the international break is over. Another one of life's unanswerable questions and we'll finish it off as always with Pickham. First up, we're going to talk about a little bit of news that has mm-hmm. happened. What's up? A short Mike? one. Short one today. Nothing too crazy. A couple of days ago, um, we got new iPhones. Apple had their their iPhone event, which was, albeit kind of, I wouldn't say disappointing, but a little little kind of just boring. I'm a big like Apple and tech guy in general, and although the new iPhones are kind of cool, they're just kind of. I mean, they're new iPhones. They're the same thing. Like they look. They look kind of like they, they Apple went back to like the whole square design. So they kind of look like the old iPhone fives, which I think are some of like the better looking iPhones. They got the new cameras and all the new jazz, but realistically they look the same. Pricing's kind of the same as always. I probably won't be getting one. Um, I mean, they're cool. I mean, new Apple phones are new Apple phones. If you want the, the, the latest and greatest, definitely go for it. They also came out with a, um, a mini one too so it's iphone 12 are are the new ones and there's the mini which is kind of cool so if you're a small phone person i mean go for it i was kind of hoping for a little bit change of design i think that the the three cameras on the back look kind of stupid but it's all like pretty and aluminum sides it looks good like there's no doubt about it but i mean a new iphone's a new iphone so take that um for what you will um, other news, big news on our end, podcast-wise, we've got an Instagram now. We are on social media, baby. We are 
on Instagram, we are at UWR Podcast. And I think, Scott, you're working on making a Twitter, too, which is dope. Um, and hopefully these, these podcasts are going to be turned into video. Yes, exactly. Hopefully these will get posted on YouTube someday soon. So lots of new content coming soon. Follow us on social media. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up, including some Bachelorette talks, which are going to be fun. I'm stoked. First episode was wild. So stay tuned for an episode on the first, or stay tuned for an episode on the first episode. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. That was a speedy news. You have anything to add? Well, I have a quick story. I mean, you mentioned iPhone. That made me think of my recent uh, saga with my iPhone. Um, I dropped it the other day. I haven't heard this. About about a week ago. And, um, and what I think happened from the drop was that Mm -hmm. the, you know, I still have the old one that has the center, a home button. Oh, really? You still, you still have your like iPhone eight, right? Yeah, I think it's an eight plus maybe. Nice. Um, but it has that center button. And when you press it, it vibrates a little bit, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that it stopped, stopped vibrating? after I oh. dropped it. And, I, and that's weird because, you know, the, the, you get used to the vibrate and it's confirmation. Yeah. You just press the home button and whatever. And then, and so I was starting to learn to live with it and I hated it. I was like, I was ready to storm into the Apple store yeah. and, and start punching people in the face. And <laughs> next thing I know, I accidentally drop it again. No way. And I was like, God damn, you, why do I keep doing this? Next thing I know, like, uh, oh, because I, I, I'm like, I, I'm always keep like crystal condition for mm-hmm. my phones. Like, yeah. I, like, I, I protect them with my life. Like I'll jump yeah. in front of a train for my phone. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, but I've never cracked a screen, never done anything. Really? Like that. That's impressive. And, and yeah. And so all of a sudden I've dropped my phone all over the place. But then the second time I dropped it, I opened, I, I picked it up, and pretty soon after that, the home button started vibrating again. No and way. It continued to do it. <laughs> and, and I've dropped it a couple of times since then. No and, way. And I'm kind of like freaked out that it would stop working, but, yeah. but the home vibrating button is working still. Well, that's um, huge news. So, huge you know, news. <laughs> it's one of those things that, I don't know if doctors want to take this advice, but in the NFL, if somebody gets a concussion, maybe just let them get another concussion. It might reverse the effects. Um, <laughs> that's, that's probably not the same. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think we need some test subjects to figure that out. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> but that is it for news and stupid stories with Scott and Mike. Love it. That was good. That, that was great. We have the two minute warning. Oh, that was a good one. All right. Another week of NFL football. Mm-hmm. No Thursday night this week because scheduling is all sorts of crazy. Um, but we do have a great slate. I mean, it's not the best slate ever because the Seahawks are on a bye week. So mm. I don't know how my heart's going to handle not being uh, attacked by the Seahawks games. Oh, you'll be fine. Your blood pressure will probably drop a lot. I know. By like, oh, yeah quite a bit um but i'll still be tuning into football and one of the first games i'll tune into is the game that should have happened last week Mm -hmm. we did pick on it last week but they ended up moving it forward to this week broncos at the patriots in foxborough do you still got the patriots still the patriots i there's there's no change i think there's rumors i'm not entirely sure they haven't they haven't announced it yet but i think cam newton is set to come back even if he's not back i still think Patriots win. 
Broncos are just struggling this season, and especially if, if Cam does come back, I think it's going to be a blowout. So, Yeah, I think a lot of my – a lot of what I'm thinking does will hinge on Cam because I actually think yeah. the Broncos are kind of pissed that New England screwed up their schedule, even though they didn't – Yeah, have, you might they be right. Wrong in terms a little of COVID. bit of a vendetta. Yeah, Melvin Gordon was, was tweeting about it. Um, I'm going to say that the Broncos pull an upset. I'm just one game and we're already disagreeing. (laughs) I'm, I'm I'm feeling good. I forgot to mention, but last week you did defeat me for the second straight week. So you have a a two and O record on me in NFL pick them, but uh, I I need to figure that out. I I really do. Um, An AFC South matchup. Yeah, we, (laughs) we got plenty of time. (laughs) An AFC South matchup. Uh, up next, Texans one and four. They finally got their first win last week. Yep, we they're knew playing it was... in Tennessee versus the four and zero undefeated Titans. Who you got? Oh man! Even if the Texans have a little bit of momentum coming off of finally a little bit of a of, of excitement in their season and a win, Tennessee are a good team, and Derrick Henry's just a freight train. Um, so, and this Titans team are they're fun to watch. They're kind of a sleeper team. Um, I mean, obviously four and zero, so they're they're playing great football. But yeah, I don't I don't think the Texans have a shot. I think they lose another and go to one and five. Second straight game to start us out, where the road team is the underdog versus the home team, mm-hmm. and it's also the second straight game where I'm going to pick the road team and go against oh. you. I say Texans pull the upset. This is part of me wanting the Seahawks to be the only undefeated team okay <laughs> and I think there's a clear path to that especially with KC gone down last right. week yeah um so I think Texans they are still going to ride that new coach high mm-hmm. and they're going to upset Tennessee Titans okay because Tennessee is also they're on a short week they played that's they played true. Tuesday so they're on a short week Texans yeah. are coming off their first win they're feeling good Deshaun Watson he'll throw for five touchdowns and lead it wow wow up Fine. next, spicy game in the AFC North. Um, the, I mean, there's there's a three-way race for the top of the AFC North. Um, and the Steelers lead it right now as the only undefeated. They're 4-0. They're mm-hmm. hosting the Browns, who lost their first game, mm-hmm. but have ripped off yeah, four man. straight wins since. Browns at the Steelers. Who you got? This is tough. This is a really tough one. I – oh, man. Because the, the Browns are one of those teams that even even when they're they're winning games, they're still so up and down throughout the game. And it's one of those – I feel like it's like you watching a Seahawks game. It's like a nail-biter and just so stressful throughout the entire game. I don't know. It's the, the, I've kind of taken over your thoughts where Steelers don't feel really legit. Um, and I don't know. I feel like this is like a, a big test. And even though the Browns aren't like a huge kind of powerhouse team, I think the Browns are going to give them a run for their money. Um, and I'd like the Browns to win this one. Give the well, Steelers the first loss. You picked the underdog, just like I did the past two games, and I'm going to agree with you. I'm feeling underdog nice. this week. I, I like it. Cleveland Browns, shout out my boy Austin. Browns get it done, <laughs> five and one. I like it. They're going to sit atop the AFC North. Man, well, who would have thought? They, they won't sit atop yet because the team they lost to mm-hmm. is our next game, Ravens at Eagles. Do the Eagles have a chance? Oh man, I don't know. I think like I think that Eagles win against the Niners was what is that two weeks ago now? Um, I mean, Eagles again are kind of all over the place. Ravens are too good of a 
Ravens offense are just, I think, are just too good for the Eagles defense. I think the Ravens win this one. I don't think it's going to be close. Yeah, this is the first time where I pick the favorite. Um, but I'm four for four picking the road team right now, which I uh, didn't really see coming. And I don't think it'll continue with our next game. Um, <laughs> but I think Baltimore gets it done yep. at Philly. Um, so we, we both got Baltimore in that game? Yes, sir. All right, this next game, a little bit of a, an early season toilet bowl here. Uh, the Washington football yep. team at the New York Giants. Washington has one win under their belt versus Philadelphia, and then they've lost four straight since then. Giants, 0-5. They came really close against the Cowboys last week. Mm-hmm. Who you got? Ooh. I don't know a ton about either team, but I do know that that with with a great team like or a great team name like the Washington football team, how can you root against them? And I think with with the Giants and no Saquon, I just think their struggles continue. Um, they're going to zero and six. Washington football are going to get another win, baby. I liked watching the Giants last week. I think I I think they uh, they had a chance against Dallas, who is a good team, except they've been obviously riddled with injuries. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's going to be one winless team in New York after this week. And that winless team will not be the New York Giants. And okay. I think they beat the Washington football team. All right. So another disagreement there. Another toilet bowl on paper up next. Um, 0-5, Falcons fired Dan Quinn. We saw that coming. I think yep. everybody did. Um, they're playing at Minnesota, who's 1-4. and four. Just came off a heartbreaker to the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um, both – both teams really needing a win here to even keep their playoff hopes alive. I mean, it's looking far-fetched for both of them, but um, they both, at the beginning of the year, we said they could have been playoff teams. So which one gets it, gets it done right here? I don't know if I'm the Falcons team, I'm thinking, all right, cool. Dan Quinn's finally gone. A little bit of weight off their shoulders. They could, Matt Ryan and the Falcons could, could put up a good performance, but also if you're the Vikings, you're thinking, man, I almost just beat one of the best teams in the NFL last week. That also gives you a little bit of momentum as well. Um, I think I'm gonna. I think the Falcons are gonna get their first win. I I, I wanted to say Vikings because I think they did, they really did play well last weekend against your Seahawks. But I think the Falcons now with Dan Quinn gone, got a little bit of excitement back in the team there. I think they're gonna get their first win. I agree with you. Nice. I said there's gonna be one winless team in New York, but there's also going to be one winless team in the NFL after this mm-hmm. week. And it will not be the Atlanta Falcons. I think they pull it off against Minnesota and Mike Zimmer, the head coach of the Vikings is definitely on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Up next two one win teams, Lions at the Jaguars. Who you got? Ooh. Again, I don't know very much about either of these teams. Um, so it's kind of hard for me, but like, like I to, to really choose who, cause it's kind of hard. These, these teams don't really feel like there's, there's a clear, a clear winner here, but I'm going to go off a limb here. I think Jaguars, Gardner Minshew is still QB, correct? Yes. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the, the guy that comes up once a season for one good game. And I think that's going to be this week is going to be his good game. And I think Jaguars are going to, going to beat the Lions. 
All right, we got another disagreement because I'm feeling I'm feeling good on the road teams, I guess. Okay. Another road team. <laughs> I'm picking Detroit to go down to Florida and take down the Jaguars. I think Matty Stafford will have a good game down there. All right. Up next, Joey Burrow on the Bengals facing the three and two Colts. Colts coming off a good game, one of the biggest games last week against Cleveland. They couldn't pull it off. Bengals coming off a pretty convincing loss to the Ravens. Who you got in this one in Indianapolis? I don't know what it is about just watching Joe Burrow play football, but it's just fun. Even if he's losing, I feel like he's he brings such a He's such an enigma, and you can tell when he's when he's on the field. Um, and this Colts team is not bad by any means, um, with, especially with – isn't Joe Flacco the Colts quarterback? No. Who's the Colts quarterback? That's Jets. Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers, that's right. Two old white dudes. Um, I, 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 I can't root against Joe Burrow. I mean, I don't know. I, I just like his play style. I think he's a cool dude. Um, Bengals take this one. Yeah. It's been a hot debate in my mind, and I've brought it up to, you know, you and a lot of the other uh, guys we know. But yeah. I don't think Philip Rivers has ever been a elite quarterback. No, I agree, um, and that's what frustrates me is he has these stats, but when it comes down to winning games, um, he just doesn't do it. Yeah. However, I'm going to completely contradict myself because I think his defense is real good, <laughs> and I think he gets it done enough in the regular season. And I think he'll get it done against Joey Burrow. They're, they're, the Colts defense is playing really good this year. And uh, and I don't think Joey Burrow will have an answer for him. So right. I'm going to pick the home team. Nice. This weekend. So yeah. Colts win. Um, Bears coming off a big Thursday night win. You called Huge. it. Huge, um, baby. Against, Huge. against the Bucks, They looked really good. They're going down to Carolina playing the Panthers, who also came off a big win themselves against Atlanta and kind of showed that, hey, we can play. We can play mm-hmm. ball. Matt Rule is coaching great down there in his first year in Carolina. Bears 4-1 and one at the Panthers. Two surprise above 500 teams. Who you got? Yeah, man, that Bears game was so fun to watch last week. I was so stressed, though. <laughs> I really thought I really thought the Bears were just going to tank it. But, yeah, Panthers are also playing some good football, too. Um, I mean, Bears didn't let me down last week, and they're not going to let me down this week. So, Chicago Bears are going to beat the Panthers. Yep, I'm. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent in on the Bears yet. I don't know how if they're if they will win a playoff game, but I think they will make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Nick Foles, he's so hit or miss, but he so will hit or miss. Okay, he will hit, you think he's gonna he hit, will hit Carolina um, and Khalil Mack? I mean, he's playing like a man among yep. boys. Um, so fun to watch. I think they have enough key key. Uh, guys in different spots that they'll get mm-hmm. this done and I think they're going to make the playoffs this year yeah. I think they go to five and one and they're in a battle atop the or atop the NFC North there who would have thought Chicago um, Bears man love it now we go to the the late the, the afternoon games there's only two this week I don't mm-hmm. know what the hell I'm going to do when I'm watching red zone they're going to flip between two games and one of them is good the other one yeah yeah, and we're going to talk about that yeah, game first. <laughs> 0-5 Jets at the Dolphins. Fitzmagic versus Flacco. Any chance in your mind the Jets can pull this off? Nope. Nope. There's nothing else needs to be said. I think the Jets go to 0-6. Even uh, I don't, I, Joe, Joe Flacco will throw one touchdown, make, make fans think that they have a chance, but then the Dolphins will just gain a little momentum 
Fitz will take him all the way. Dolphins win this one. I think Fitzmagic beats him so bad that Tua gets some snaps in at the end. We get to see him play. Um, and he'll probably right. score a couple touchdowns right. against the uh, Jets defense. Because I'm sure I'm sure last year there were some SEC defenses that are better than the Jets yes, defense. Absolutely. Um, all right. The other late game, this one's a good one. One of the games of the week. Packers 4-0 at the Buccaneers. Who you got in this one? Two legendary quarterbacks, Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, Tom Brady going at it. Buccaneers coming off a loss. Packers coming off a bye. And obviously, they're one of the few undefeateds. Um, the thing with the Buccaneers is they're just, they just haven't been very convincing this year. Tom Brady struggled last week. Thought it was third down. It was really fourth down. Cost the Bucs the game. Um, and that's just not a very Tom Brady thing to do. And I think that's, that's kind of the trend of this team right now is they're just kind of all over the place. They can't really find a rhythm. Meanwhile, Packers and Aaron Rodgers, even though Aaron Rodgers in the past has been really inconsistent as he's gotten older, they've somehow won four games. Um, and I think the Packers beat Tom Brady and the Bucks. You say Packers? Mm-hmm. I say, I say there will be one undefeated after this week, and it will be oh the my, Seattle Seahawks. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Buccaneers win. Tom Brady gets it done so that the Seahawks can sit atop the throne in the NFC and in the entire oh NFL. Goodness. It will happen. I don't have to stress about a Seahawks game this weekend, so I'm going to bask in watching the other people who think they can sit in the same league as the Seahawks. I'm going to watch them crumble and fall. <laughs> there will be one undefeated team, and it will not be the Packers. Buccaneers, Tom Brady, get it done at home. Okay. All right. Sunday Night Football, two teams that are going to be threatening the Seahawks in the NFC West. One team looking like they can do it and threaten the Seahawks. The other team blew it versus Miami. I don't I know what the hell happened. I don't want to talk about it. Still right, right, about right it. in your neck of the woods in Santa Clara at Levi's Stadium. 49ers host the L.A. Rams, a little um, little battle for California. Um, who you got? Yeah, man, that 49ers loss was just so – they just look so poor. There's it's, – it's, it's just kind of – you don't realize that, that Jimmy G, even though he's not – I wouldn't call him an elite quarterback, he's still the core of that Niners team, and you could really – you could tell when they play the Dolphins. That, that being said, um, with Devo Samuel back and Raheem Moster – they play good games. I think they definitely have a chance. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm staying with with home team. I'm going 49ers. You are going 49ers. I think Aaron Donald is gonna barely let Jimmy G have the chance to breathe before he is on top of him almost every single play. Is Jimmy sp- um, set to play this weekend? I'm not entirely sure. Who knows? I mean, he's he's been struggling with injuries, but also he's yeah. struggled with his he play. struggled, period, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, we'll, we'll see. But I don't think they have any other options at quarterback if he can go. Yeah. Um, you know, they really should look at signing Kaepernick, but they probably won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Wouldn't that Rams get it done. Rams get it done at Levi, I say. All right. At Levi's. Um, Doubleheader for Monday night, our final two games. First one, great game, two one-loss teams, both coming off their only loss of the season. Which one writes the ship, gets back on a winning track? KC, Kansas City Chiefs at Buffalo Bills. Oh, it's going to be good. This is going to be a really fun game to watch. I'm excited, especially 
Um, news broke today, Le'Veon Bell, free agent, or actually, well, he got dropped by the Jets, uh, is signing with the Kansas City Chiefs. Not sure if he's set to play Monday. Um, he could be a game changer, though, and this Chiefs team don't stay down for very long. Then again, the Buffalo Bills team have been very surprising and also kind of fun to watch. Um, but I still think the Chiefs are just the, the quality-wise, just the better team here. I think the Bills will give them a run for their money, but I think KC gets back to their winning ways and beats the Bills. I agree with you. Josh Allen really struggled on Tuesday night, yeah. and, uh, and I don't think he's going to get any better. The Chiefs' defense is also – is better, I think, yeah. than Tennessee's defense. Yeah. So uh, I think I think KC will get it done. It'll probably be pretty cold up in Buffalo. Oh yeah. Um, so we'll get to see. We're getting into those cold weather games, which I always like to see. I hope we get some snowballs here. Yeah, man. I love snow games. And then Monday night we got Cardinals at the Cowboys. Obviously, Cowboys coming off that devastating oh. injury to Dak Prescott. They got the red rifle starting a quarterback who is probably one of the better backup options in the league. He led mm-hmm. them to win last week against yep. the Giants. Um, Cardinals also look good this year. I mean, both of these teams are probably looking at looking at this game as kind of a must win. I mean, obviously the Cardinals trying to keep pace with Seattle in the NFC West and the Cowboys knowing that this is a game they could win. Um, so who gets it done in this critical Monday night matchup? I think this this is a cr- a crucial game for um for Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott. I think he needs to go off. Um, I think he really needs to 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 kind of carry this this Cowboys offense. And I think they're going to rally around the fact that their their star QB Dak is not there, which is a huge blow not only to the team but also to my fantasy team, which is a, a tragic 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 loss <laughs> um yeah i think again the cardinals are kind of an up and down team um i think the cowboys still maintain that momentum from last week um even without Dak, i think the cowboys get it done all right we disagree one last time nice i think cardinals will get it done on the road i'm loving these road warriors cardinals get it done they go to four and two i think the cowboys start a bad bad slide coming up here but you know the way that their division the nfc east is they still might have a chance to win it um so you know but i got the card all right all right let's move on to stoppage time all right the premier league returns so many so many great matchups i'm i'm so excited I mean, you know, and it's great. I love, I love how the Premier League does it. They space it all out. There's mm-hmm. rarely ever get any games going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to, you can watch eight straight hours of really good football, <laughs> especially on Saturday. Saturday, there's awesome. There's some games that you know will kind of flub a little bit. Obviously, mm-hmm. you don't need to get up at six a.m. to watch Sheffield United versus Fulham. You nope. can if you want, though. No, nope. if you got Peacock. Um, <laughs> But let's get right to it. Our first, our second time doing the Premier League picks. Mm-hmm. Big game to start Humongous. us off. A little derby action between the leaders. And when I when I say this is the Merseyside derby, you're going to say, oh, the leaders. Oh, okay. Liverpool is going to be the leader, right? Not no. Everton. <laughs> James Rodriguez versus Liverpool. And the Liverpool team that struggled coming off mm-hmm. their win yeah, last man. year. Who do you got? 
at Goodison Park in Liverpool. Oh man, it's such a shame that this game is at five thirty in the morning because it's gonna. I think it's gonna be so crazy. I think it's gonna be. I mean, Liverpool coming off a huge, huge, huge defeat, seven um, two Villa. I mean, but and with Everton playing firing on all cylinders as the, as they have been, I think this is gonna be an absolute shootout. I could see this game going three three four three. Um, I think let Everton have the advantage. I think Everton get it done. I think this is going to be a great game. And I think this is going to be the game where Everton show the, the, the world, the rest of the Premier League, that, hey, they're, they're the shit. They're coming for, for that title. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't do the, the research, but I don't know when the last time Liverpool was blue was. But I know it's been yeah. for a couple of years because Liverpool mm-hmm. have been the big brothers in this rivalry. Yep. I picked Everton at the beginning of the season and I've been high on them and I still think they're going to finish really well. But mm-hmm. I think the international break kind of you think screwed it revitalized? up the you, Okay. You think it revitalized but I, I think it, a bit? I think it just, I think it gave them a reset. Both teams, it gave them a reset button. Okay. For Everton, they didn't want the reset button. For Liverpool, they needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I like, I like what you said when you said 3-3. Three, three. I think it's going to be a draw. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good guess. That's an unpopular pick because yeah. nobody wants to see a draw. But um, but hey, if it's like a three-three three draw, can't complain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, football is exciting game. Yeah. Um, all right, we got a pretty pretty good game um, in at Stamford Bridge in London. This is, I mean, in terms of the lineup on Saturday, it's a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. But uh, Chelsea hosting Southampton. Any chance that Chelsea blows it? I don't think so. I think. I think Mike, Mike actually told me earlier this week, um, theoretically, this is an easy win for Chelsea. And I think it's going to be, I think um, international break did him good. I think um, Pulisic and Ziyech are now healthy, um, which is huge for Chelsea. Um, and I think Chelsea just kind of cruised to this one. It's probably going to be like a three, zero, three, one, maybe. Yeah, I agree with you. Chelsea will get it done at cool. home. The big one. For oh gosh, <laughs> a lot of people, but especially guys like you that are fans of one of them, the Gunners are heading up, up to the middle of the country. I was going to say up to north. I mean, I guess it's kind of north. <laughs> it is north, but they're heading they're heading north of London, mm-hmm. um, up to Man City, the Etihad Stadium in Manchester. Man City hosting Arsenal, a battle of the big two of the big six teams. I guess I know where you're going to go. But tell me what you're thinking. Oh man, dude, I'm I'm I've got that like nervous energy that I imagine you get like before a lot of like big Seahawks games. Man, this is going to be a huge, huge, huge game, especially because on deadline day, Arsenal signed Thomas Partey from Atletico Madrid, which is a huge, huge, huge signing. He just locks down our midfield. He's a box-to-box player. Dude's an absolute stud. I hope even though he's only trained, he will have only trained with the team for two days. I think it's essential that we start him, um, especially when you have players like Kevin De Bruyne, like he needs to be in the starting lineup. And I think if he is, I think Arsenal have a huge chance and could could upset Man City. And I mean, Man City have not have been up and down. Um, after a couple of losses, a couple of draws, I think Man City are on the ropes. Um, I think this is an Arsenal team that could come in confident. And, man, if we could get a, a win here, like a convincing win, I would be over the moon. I think it's going to be close, though. I think it's going to be like 2-1 Arsenal is the dream. Yeah, um, I do think Man City's on the ropes as well. I agree with you. And, and I think when a team is on the ropes there, you see 
the biggest thing is not the players, but the coaching. Yes, and, absolutely. And I think Pep is one of the best coaches in the world, um, probably across a lot of different sports, just for all the intangibles. But um, definitely for soccer, he's the best, one of the best coaches in the world. Mm-hmm. I think he will get this team, get this team charged the right way to play this game. And I think, I think Man City will shine. I know you're not going to like me for that, but uh, maybe I'll jinx it for you and uh, Arsenal will pull through because I picked against them. But uh, but I I picked Man City to win this game. I think it'll be close though. I I don't think Arsenal will, uh, will, uh, you know, take it from them. I think it's going to be a dog fight. I am. Yeah. I I think it'll be a great one. It's at a great time, you know, just going to sit back with them. We'll do a little brunch on a Saturday morning. Yeah, man. I can't wait. Watching good Premier League soccer. Can't wait. Speaking of Manchester, across town, their stadium, Old Trafford will be empty and it will not be the site of a seven or a six to one thrashing, but never know. Manchester United will be up the road at St. James Park. Maybe they'll begin the 6-1 thrashing there up in Newcastle. I don't think so. Mm-mm, but sadly. Newcastle did draw Tottenham, mm-hmm. and Tottenham did beat Manchester United 6-1. to So math would say that Newcastle is five-goal favorites. Do you believe that? <laughs> I wouldn't say five-goal favorites. But, man, this United team is just an absolute shambles right now. Um, I think a lot of the team – I've seen things that that players like Bruno Fernandez have lost faith in Ole Gunnar Soljar, which is interesting. Um, and Harry Maguire, the fridge himself, has come off just one of the worst two week periods of his life. Got an absolutely horrific red card during um, the England Denmark game the other day. It was just a terrible, terrible tackle. Um, and I think he struggles again, which makes me kind of happy. Um, and I think Newcastle. I give Newcastle a good chance here. I think Newcastle come away two one. All right, Newcastle two one. I maybe again I have an unpopular opinion with the draw, and that's kind of my cop out. I guess it's, that's, I it's, that's fair teams. though. I think that's that that's very realistic in this matchup. I think they draw, and I think Ole is out. I think his if if they don't put together if. Um, a win, a couple wins over these next few games. I think, yes, I agree. I think he's, he's in some serious trouble. There's some rumors that um, Mauricio Pochettino, former Tottenham coach is, is, has been rumored to the job. We'll update you on that, but yeah, this this is a huge game. A little Spurs man, you manager switcheroo. Yeah, I know. (laughs) All right. Now we move on to Sunday, Sheffield United at Fulham. Definitely one of the, uh, Less fun games of the weekend. Yeah. Who you got here? Uh, don't have to talk about too much about it, but Fulham has struggled this year. They're a relegation team. Um, definitely, I think Sheffield are not as good as they were last year, but I think they get it done. Poor Fulham. I agree with you. Sheffield will get it done. Crystal Palace hosting Brighton, another game that, you know, doesn't pop off the page as much. Yeah. Um, down at Selhurst Park in London, but two teams that are playing decently well this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, who you got in this one? Oh, this is this is another good one. I mean, there's 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 good players, there's playmakers on each side. Um, obviously, Wilfred Zaha, Crystal Palace, um, Neil Mopai and crew at Brighton. 
Brighton have played some okay football this year, and I think this is I'm I'm going your way. I think it's going to be a draw. Okay, you're going to pick a draw. I think um, Crystal Palace will get it done at home at Selhurst Park in London. There. Speaking of London, we got a London derby this weekend. Not one of the big, big ones with one of the big six teams, but we do have West Ham and Spurs. West Ham playing decently this yeah, year. They have been. Um, and obviously Spurs who are coming off that 6-1 to win, but they do have that international break. But, you know, lots of players played internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they didn't really get much rest. Um, Spurs, West Ham, London derby at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Can West Ham pull the upset? I, I would love to say yes. I think West Ham have put together some really solid performances this year. But I think, again, Tottenham are just one of those teams that are just so fast and can break so quickly and just hit you just without you even knowing. And I think that's going to happen a couple times. Um, and I think it's going to be close. So I think Tottenham will make a mistake or two and West Ham will capitalize. But I think it's going to be Tottenham in the end. As much as I'd love to see West Ham win. I think right. I think Tottenham um, still carry a little momentum, and I think they get it done. I'm going to agree with you. I think Spurs will get it done. I think there'll be a second when you'll be like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Are you guys yep. going to lose? You know, West Ham will probably score the opening goal. and you'll go Probably, yeah. Yep. And then Harry Kane and Sonny will get it together, and, uh, and they'll pull it out in classic Spurs fashion. That, that sounds like Tottenham. Final game of the day, two of the – teams uh, near the top of the table yeah. Leicester hosting Ashton Villa we got again another team like Leicester have been kind of up and down put together some really good performances but also some pretty poor performances and Ashton Villa our team are just oozing with confidence right now playing some really fun football I think this is a this is a game that can kind of teeter both ways but I I, I want Villa to win I think they're going to I, I I like this this Villa team is fun to watch and I think they they pull off a little bit of an upset Damn, you, you took my thunder there. I was about to say, <laughs> give me Villa or give me death. Um, so I'm taking Villa as well to get Heck um, yeah. up at King Power Stadium in Leicester. We got, just like we have a Monday Night Football doubleheader in America, we got a Monday Night Football doubleheader across the pond in London. Both of these games aren't that striking. Um, but, you know, if you want to, if you're this big of a fan, if you're kind of the under the wrong rock type person, yes. you can watch. You can watch four straight football games of all different types of football. Um, so, uh, you know, the first one that will kick you off in the morning, actually, will be West Brom uh, hosting Burnley. Any yeah, a bit of a, for bit of a, a good dud. game here. <laughs> bit of a bit of a dud matchup, if I'm to be completely honest. Um, neither team has, has impressed West Rum. Obviously, um, scored three on Chelsea, but then gave three back. Um, didn't play great the, the following weekend. Um, Burnley, Nick, obviously, have Nick Pope in goal, probably their best player. And I think he makes a couple good saves and keeps a clean sheet. And I think Burnley take the dub. I agree with you. I really like Burnley's coach. I forget his name all the time. Yes, he he's a that, scary bastard. I know exactly who you're talking he about. He has that like red beard. He kind of yes. looks like an Irish What's his man. name? Oh, my God. It's going to drive me nuts. Hold on. I'm going to find it while you, while you preview our next matchup. Final matchup in the Premier League. Leeds and Wolves in Leeds. I love this squad. I love this, the head coach of Leeds. 
um, almost as much as I – I mean, I love him more than I love that coach Burnley, actually. It's Sean um, Dyke. <laughs> Sean Dyke, my it's guy. It's like D-Y-C-H-E, so I assume that's how you say his last name. Yeah, he's he's scary British, bastard. British people, man. I'm picking Leeds to take down Wolves. I think Wolves are going the wrong direction this year. They're gonna yeah, I'm, I, I'm staying with you on this one. Wolves have been kind of all over the place, even though they look great on paper. That Leeds team are just kind of fun, fast, and, and pretty strong. And Marcelo Bielsa is just a crazy bastard. Um, and, yeah, I think Leeds win. I think Wolves are in some serious trouble. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're looking near the bottom of the table. They're 13th right now. Yeah. And it could slip further. All right. That does it for our Premier League and NFL fixtures. We're done with all of that. And now Thank we're moving you. on. Are we doing life's unanswerable questions now? Or would you rather talk about Sofa Chronicles? We can hit Sofa Chronicles real quick. Yeah, we don't have to do it that much. We already kind of previewed it last week. Got a little bit of a FIFA 21 review. Um, how mu- I don't know how much we've played briefly against each other. Um, I don't know how much you've played since then. But I've played a handful of games. And I've – I've overall, I think if, if we're – my expectations of the game where I – FIFA 20 really kind of disappointed me in gameplay. It was just very clunky, kind of all over the place. And there are so many times where you wanted to make a pass or you wanted to do something in the game, just did the exact opposite. And a lot of the time, it's, it was just kind of frustrating. It just got to the point where it made the game a lot. It, it didn't make the game fun to play. And I was really hoping that 21 fixed a lot of those, those faults. And for the most part, I think it did. I think passing is definitely a little crisper little slower feels a little more realistic you still give away passes occasionally but it's not as bad crossing and heading are finally back because they were just useless in fifa 20 which is really fun um love some good headers um personally i play a lot of ultimate team and i think i finally come to that realization that i'm just not going to play as much ultimate team anymore because it's really just a pay to win kind of game which gets frustrating after a while um, as fun as Ultimate Team is, I still find myself playing a lot of career mode, which is pretty fun. I was messing around with that a little bit. Have not got into Volta yet. Um, but overall, if we're doing a quick little review here, um, FIFA 21 is definitely an improvement on FIFA 20. Gameplay is definitely a little crisper. There's still a few bugs, and it's, it's ultimately still a FIFA game. If you're an Ultimate Team person, still going to have the same kind of characteristics. But I think for me, I don't – I. I find myself, I'm going to find myself grinding less and less because these rewards are just a lot of the times just not paying out, which just kind of makes it less fun to play. So that's kind of where I'm at with FIFA 21. Obviously I'll play it more over time, but overall a a, a solid thumbs up, an improvement, which, which is good. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's what you expect from, the next game is it should be an improvement. Uh, I don't think they did a ton. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of little of minor things. Yeah. Which is hard to notice, especially since we've only yeah. been playing for a little over a week. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was better, but I, and nothing stuck out to me. I was, I was the best at FIFA 20 out of all the boys <laughs> and I'm true. still the best, I think. So uh, I don't have a big problem with it, I guess. If they did something that changed the game where, you were better than me, then I would, then I would have to talk to somebody about that. Um, but I'm, I was good in FIFA 20. I'm still good in FIFA 21. It's all about rolling with the punches. Um, I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of okay. 10. 
No, I'm going to give this 5.5. 5. 5.5. Because okay. 5, it, it got better, so it's over a 5. But yep. not not enough for me to care that much. But I'm going to get it anyway. Yeah, I think I'm kind of chilling on that same zone with you. I still hate defending. I think defending is even harder in this game. It's so frustrating. I don't think I've kept a clean sheet in any of the games I've played. Um, which gets kind of irritating after a while. It's probably just you. Yeah, honestly, probably. But, like, oh, sometimes you just you, – like, Andrew, Andrew playing with our smells defense oh, sometimes. So no, but, man, really there's some times where you, where you try to, to like, attack a, a, the, a player with the ball head on, and you expect your defender to, to, to make the tackle and, and at least push the ball off of the, the attacker. But half the time you'll run into this dude, and he somehow still keeps the ball. And you're just kind of sitting there like, what? I literally like did my best to, to defend and they still score. Which gets kind of frustrating after a while. But score-wise, I'm going to kind of stay in the same zone as you. There's some minor improvements. Hopefully, um, as the game goes on, you get more used to it. It becomes more fun to play. Because right now I'm kind of in the, oh, it's, it's just another FIFA. I'm just kind of over it stage. So I'm going to go with like a 5.7. All right, I can respect that a little bit better than me. Um, I'll, I'll play it a little bit more. I've started to delve into career mode. Mm-hmm. And I career mode's fun. Uh, there's a little bit more additions there, which is yeah. good. Um, all right, that does it for the Silver Chronicles. Now it's time for life's unanswerable questions. You came up with this one this week. It's a good one. Yeah, this is something when I worked as a baseball broadcaster for the summer, this was something that the players on the baseball team debated a lot. Really? Um, yeah, they, they <laughs> no really got obsessed with this, some of these stupid questions. How many holes are in a straw? Uh, I think there's two. Because if you think about it, I, I think my, my reasoning is if I'm thinking about how a straw is made, I'm thinking it's probably just a little – I actually – I don't know, man. Shit. I'm thinking, like, do they just make a little, like, cylindrical piece of plastic and then punch two holes in the end? Or is it more like a flat – or do they start it where it's, it's like, the piece of plastic is flat and then they roll it up? I'm not sure. I'm thinking if, if we're going based on just pure, um, <laughs> pure thought, not giving any, like, unnecessary thought into it, I think there's two holes. I think two. You think there is two holes? Yeah. I mean, so so what you're saying is it goes back to how it's made. Yes, I think so. That's my. I think that's. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're we're gonna have to watch a video on how straws are made to yeah. be able to completely answer this because I agree with you. It's 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 probably how it's made, but. I mean, there's very much the argument that it's just one big hole. Apparently, you know? this is a huge um, deal, Scotty, because I just I looked it up online out of curiosity, and there's like YouTube videos on it. There's a <laughs> the first post I clicked on is Team One Hole. <laughs> wow. It says what, is... what it says here. It says it has one hole because it's to- topologically equivalent to a donut and a coffee cup. Some would say a human, although we're arguably more of what? <laughs> like a donut. But that just, I don't know. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. I think that, I, I feel like there's still two. Okay, so you're, you're settling on two? I think so, yeah. I'm settling on two. I'm going to say one. 
Okay. Just to be different than you. And I'm just, I mean, to me, you look at it, there's one big hole in it. It depends. Yeah, I'm looking I mean, here. It's, I like there's, it. Dude, there's a Forbes article on this. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, my god! Listen, this is important stuff. There's a, uh, literally an article on Forbes posted in January of 2018 with the title, Drinking Straws, How Many Holes? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, you know, our journalists are putting in work out there. I okay, love it. If this is know. if this is what I spent four years studying English and journalism at college for, if this is what I end up doing, I am so okay with it. <laughs> All right. Well, you say you say two, I say one, and we'll we'll leave it at that. You know, we, you know what we're gonna do in the future, Scotty. We'll have an episode. We'll have a special episode. Maybe when we hit like. A big number. If we get to like 50 episodes, we'll do this. We'll go through all our previous unanswerable questions and we'll bring in a bunch of guests and we'll ask them the questions and see what they say. Yeah, we got to bring in, bring in the experts. Yeah, bring in the X-Men. Bring in the X-Men. <laughs> all right. That does it for that unanswerable question. And now it's time for pick up. All right. We had an interesting week last week. You won a point because of the NBA finals. Mm -hmm. You said Lakers get it done and they did get it done. It took them an extra game. Mm -hmm. um, they couldn't close I, it out. I would have loved them. a game seven. I would have loved a game seven. That would have been great. I mean, I don't know if Jimmy and the rest of the guys had it in. You could to, tell to... they were just so gassed after that game five. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, that game five was really fun to watch. Oh my gosh. It was a blast. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't even watch most of game six because of the, uh, because of the Seahawks game. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so you got a point because of that. However, I won the pick em for the week yep. um, because of the international fixtures that pushed me over the line. So I won 3 1 on the week. You got that extra one. So technically it was 3 2. Um, we, both of our NL winners are still in play with the Dodgers and the Braves um, playing off, but neither of our Braves, AL winners. Braves won tonight. It. So Bra Braves are up. They're up 3 1. Yep. I told you I felt good about Atlanta. Yeah, man, the uh, Atlanta team is legit. I think it was ten to two. I just saw the score line. Holy cow! Well, After the Dodgers scored eleven in the first <laughs> inning yesterday, good lord! Yeah, ten to so two. That'll, that'll be interesting. I, I don't think I don't think you can count the Dodgers out yeah. of that though. So. And the fucking Astros yeah. won tonight. God damn it! <sighs> What's I'm that? That's is that at two two? That's three two Tampa. 3-2 okay. Tampa. Carlos Correa hit a home run the first and then walked it off in the ninth. He smoked it. And my guy, G-Man Choi, who I saw play AAA baseball in Colorado Springs back in 2018, hit a homer for Tampa Bay tonight, which is pretty sick. And had a sweet backflip. Backflip. Batflip. I think – Which is kind of cool. Tampa Bay and Atlanta would be an interesting little Southeastern. Yeah, that'd be a fun – that'd be a really fun World Series. Yeah. Two, two teams that, you know, don't get a lot of – yeah, publicity and yeah. and uh, you know it'd be good to see them in the spotlight. I don't think it'll get great ratings at all. I probably won't win until or watch until the end of the you know what could be the final game. Just because mm -hmm. I've never been huge on on baseball, but that's yeah. fair. All right, but we are time. For... <laughs> okay, jeez, Dude, we got a special guest. Special guest. We got. We got. <laughs> we got our special guest. He wants to unpack him over here. Um, <laughs> 
all right, let's get this done quick so I can attend to the Barker. Um, I'm up 16-13. We've got mm-hmm. five games to pick right now. One college football game, Georgia versus Alabama. Huge game in the SEC. Huge. Oh, that Georgia team's fun to watch. They've been putting some good performances together this year. But then again, it's an Alabama team that is just so dominant always when it comes to SEC play, even without their head maestro, Nick Saban, who is out with covid um, I think Bama still get it done. I think it's going to be close, though. I think I think Georgia will put up a serious fight, but Bama are just too elite, as always, and I think they'll get the win. Yep. Um, Steve Sarkeesian, former head coach of the University of Washington, and now he's the interim head coach as Nick Saban recovers from COVID. He'll get it done. He'll get it done for Bama. I think they win. Um, Chelsea and Sevilla, who you got there? This is crazy. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think Champions League's back. I'm excited. Um, Sevilla coming off a great Europa League final, um, a great season Europa League final. Um, they're a good team. On um, on paper, they don't look so great, especially compared to uh, an absolutely just ferocious Chelsea team. But then again, Chelsea always struggled with um, their defense. I think Sevilla could expose them, but realistically, I think Chelsea take this one and probably beat them. 3-1 is my guess. Listen, I gave I gave Mike and Chelsea and the Blues the win in the Premier League pick em. I'm not giving him oh. the win here. <laughs> I loved what I saw. I loved what I saw from Sevilla when they played Bayern in that. Yeah, Cup. man. I they think that great. team has a lot of heart. I think they're well coached. And I think they beat Chelsea um, here and kind of give Chelsea a little slap in the face and a little wake-up call for Champions League. I like it. Up next, another another Champions League matchup, Lazio versus BVB. Who you got here? Fun teams to watch. Lazio, really fun team. Um, but but Bayern or Bayern, um, other German team. Dortmund are just their attack is they're just so explosive. Erling Holland, Jaden Sancho are just they're just all business. Um, and knowing Erling Holland, he'll probably score three. So I think Dortmund win. I think. BVB win as well, but I think the game-winning goal comes from Gio Reyna. Oh, our American boy! I love it. I think I think he'll put it in. Viva, viva! I love it. American, love it. Um, all right. Um, we mentioned Liverpool has a big game with their derby over the weekend, but at the beginning or mid next week in Champions League, they got a big matchup against Ajax. Mm-hmm. It's it's a bummer. I think Ajax are a team not quite in decline. They're they're they've always been known for their their youth talent, um, and they're still a decent team. Um, obviously, not the team we saw two years ago um, when they made their Champions League run. Um, and this Liverpool team, I think, are just too strong and too attack minded for Ajax and their defense. Onana will make some saves, but in the end, Liverpool, I think, win this one pretty comfortably. All right, you got Liverpool coming out on top. I think, you know, and I've always said it, I think teams like Ajax have a distinct advantage because they are willing to, or they have the ability to rest their best players Mm -hmm. or take their foot a little bit off the pedal when they play domestically. Mm -hmm. But Liverpool, I mean, they have to play their best players against um, Everton only a few days earlier. And so 
I think because of that, I think Ajax will surprise people, and I think they'll get a draw. Okay, all right. I'm feeling risky this week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Finally, I'm not going to take any risks with this one. I'm going to go Bayern <laughs> to beat Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Mia San Mia. Bayern gets it done. Yeah, man, that Atletico team are, I've always kind of a very, like, tactically strong team. Even with – I mean, they got Luis Suarez now. Um, I just don't think he's – he won't be the difference maker um, as much as he, he might have been on Barcelona. And that this Bayern team are just ruthless, man. Oh my gosh! I I think they're I think they're both our picks for for um, Champions League winners. I think this upcoming season too. I think they just they, I think they 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 hand Atletico a pretty pretty brutal loss. All right, and real quick, since we forgot it, like mm-hmm. we usually do, Super did your Bowl? Super Bowl pick change <laughs> at all? Absolutely not. After no. I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. Even despite that loss, I still think they're they're one of the best teams. Here's a question for you, kind of relating that to finish us off. Does that Seattle? I mean, Seattle. When you take a look back at the games, and I've watched them obviously very intensely because I'm a fan. Mm -hmm. The fact that a lot of their games come down to plays that are kind of plays and decisions that are not completely in their Grasp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like if you, I mean, if Mike Zimmer, the head coach of the Vikings, kicks that field goal on that yep. fourth and one, mm-hmm. it's game over. Yeah, but he tries to go for the nail in the coffin and he doesn't get it. And and I and I mean, as a fan, I just continuously run the what ifs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, does that give you pause at all that the Seahawks? They barely they they barely pulled this their games out. Uh, you worry they're going to run they, out of luck. Yeah, I mean, because because it's always I mean the Vikings they're a good team and they showed that they were good. Yeah. But also, you know the Seahawks should be beating teams convincingly like that yeah. a, a one win team. Yeah. Um, and but there's a counter argument to be made that that they know how to play close games. But at the same time, I think and I'm like, if the coach makes a different decision there the Seahawks lose yeah. lose that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so how much of a pause does that give you as a neutral, as a more neutral fan? Um, not much because you look at just how well oiled the Seahawks team is. You you see how well structured the team are under Pete Carroll. Russell Wilson is just absolutely electric. He's got weapons everywhere around the field. And I think they're just, even if, a lot of their games have come down to one possession, really, really kind of close, tense, tight score lines. I still think even in those moments, they have the advantage and are the, the better team. And I think when it comes to playing bigger teams, like if they play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl or when it goes down to really close matchups, I think the Seahawks have the, the experience to, to win out these games. And I think you have, you have young players that are playing – just great football. You have a DK Metcalf who's just only getting better. And I think the Seahawks are a team that as the season goes on, they're just going to improve. And I think if, when you have someone like Russell Wilson, who started the season so hot and it's just playing so well already, I think sure you guys might lose a, a, a one, one or I think you guys don't lose more than one game this season. I don't think you've gone defeated, but I think you might lose one. That being said, I think, that, that it's just it's, you guys are just too strong of a team and just have the experience where 
where I think it'll it'll make a huge difference when you have playmakers like Russ and DK and Tyler Lockett. And the I think the experience is there and I think they know they know that they have the confidence to win those those tight games. Yeah, I mean um it's kind of the curse of being a Seahawks fan ever since Russ, you know, became our quarterback mm-hmm. is it's it's almost like you're never allowed to turn off a Seahawks game um, because with with Russ at quarterback there is always a chance. Yeah, uh, and it kind and of like prime like a prime Aaron Rodgers, prime Drew Brees. Yeah, but I mean even more so than that, just because yeah. like like those those guys they could do amazing things, but it, but there's something that the effect that Russ has with the team, yeah. where like. You know, DK makes amazing plays when he ca- when he's catching a ball from Russ. That like I don't know if he'd be the same player if he didn't yes, have. Yes, I think you're right. Had, even if he had Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. Yeah, Russ is and, definitely uh, a he's he's a quarterback that makes everyone around him better, without a doubt. Yeah, um, and and I mean, you know, I, I feel, I, I mean. I, I like to shit on quarterbacks who are obviously fading, like a Drew yeah. Brees or like a Tom Brady. But but it's still like I mean I'm starting to get to that point where, you know I'm thinking about the mortality of Russell Wilson yeah. you know? and like what is it like to and I mean I mean you as as kind of you know somebody who cheers for the Niners and everything just there's been a lot of uncertainty for the Niners at quarterback over the last mm-hmm. couple of seasons obviously yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo is kind of the answer but now maybe it's looking like he's not you know Colin Kaepernick was good for a couple of years and like. You know, I, I became a Seahawks – like, I really got into the Seahawks fan when Matt Hasselback was the quarterback. Um, and he was really good there for a while. And then they had a couple years of uncertainty. And then once we got Russell, I mean, he's it. And he's going to be it for another, you know, like five, six, seven years probably. Mm, yeah. And like, and I, and I can't imagine, like, not knowing – certainty at quarterback yeah <laughs> and uh, and and i'm and you know and i'm just trying you're to worried already <laughs> yeah i'm just trying to enjoy the hell out of it while i can because you know shit can change so quick yeah. for a franchise and and i mean you yeah know, look at it's Dak. interesting watch yeah watching looking at Dak, looking at new england right now obviously yeah. they're still good but you know bill belichick's gonna retire eventually and that yeah. franchise could go to shit yeah you never know um and yeah I mean, that was just my way of extending the episode. <laughs> but that'll do it for us. Um, another, like a huge, a huge, a great week of sports coming up. We're also yep. going to get out um, a Bachelor recap episode. Oh, cannot wait. One of the weirdest Bachelorette seasons ever. Oh, and, you know, you'll really love to hear our take on it. Claire. Claire Crawley. Who apparently only and, stays for seven episodes. So we'll see what happens. And they're, I, I mean, just to preview, I like how they're leaning into all sorts of rumor and gossip and everything. Yeah. They're encouraging it. They, oh, they, I, know. I mean, it's it's incredibly smart television. Oh, like, dude, that, those producers, those producers are just insane. I'd love to talk to a a bachelor, bachelorette producer, and just would love to know what goes on in their minds. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's one of my career goals to be uh, the next. I know. Yeah, you are. So. You're. You're. Uh huh. So you know, maybe maybe uh, maybe maybe one day I'll get there and we can. Uh, this we is can the run. start. This is the start. Yeah, Chris Harrison will, will listen to the UWR podcast. Be like, yep. Scott, that's the up. guy. 
All right. So keep an eye out for that. We'll be back next week with more sports stuff. Keep watching. Keep grinding. And that'll do it. Peace. You are watching a master.